Welcome to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. Here's part two of our interview with Josh Cripps. Thanks for watching. You're amazing at what you did returning for touchdowns, but you were a better tackler yes. on yeah. kickoff and Thank punt you. coverage. Yes. Yeah, and that's a in-dying art. Let, let me get the Hall of Fame board on the phone for no, you. I mean, that's, Hold and on. I'm, again, I'm not just saying that because you showed up here I, today. I, I mean, that's I definitely 100% agree. true. Um, a lot of people don't know that um, I was the first alternate for because you couldn't make the, the Pro Bowl at two positions and start in two positions because mm -hmm. they needed another guy. I was the cover guy, the first alternate cover guy. for So I would make it as a returner, and then because they knew I wasn't going to camp make it at two positions, I was the first alternate as a cover guy. Oh. So I would make it all the time as well as covering. I would not just lead my team. I would lead the league in special teams tackle for four to five years in a row. So th that was the thing that helped me become a better returner because – I knew their responsibility. I knew the kickoff cover team, their responsibility. The one is a safety usually. The two is a contained guy. The threes, fours, and fives, they're ball guys on the play side. So I knew if I ran at the two, he had contained. He had to keep widening. So I would S-curve him. I would give him a move inside and then get back out. And that's shown up a lot in my returns. If you know, if you do it on both sides, it makes you a better returner. So those you just said it, Bernie, man. I had... For a lot of the fans out there that may not know, I had more fun actually covering kicks than I actually did catching and running them. The no other way, thing, man. Josh, that Big Play Dave brings up a lot because he's been talking Hall of Fame and you now for a couple of weeks is the fact that there will never be another Josh Cribs in the NFL because of the rule changes. Devin Hester, Josh Cribs, doesn't it make sense to put that part of NFL history in the Hall? You said it, and I thank you for that. Y'all, y'all, I'm gonna have to bring the whole show down to Canton and be like, these are the guys right here that's gonna speak on my behalf. Yeah. Let them talk. You but, know, but you're right. That that um, it's not gonna be another one of another no. Hester, Josh, or or any one of us because not just the rule change. The rule change forced coaches to coach differently. Only a few teams who take special teams to heart the top tier teams are still trying to bring it out because they make an incentive for you to keep it in. They are oh, we going to take the 25. The 25 was never good for our return unit, for our team. Most of the times we played our return, I, most of the games I scored in, we lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the, I would score two game, two times, we lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had most of my touchdowns against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. We lost most of those games. So most of the times we would come in the meeting room I would be everybody. We've been in a team meeting with a team meeting with the coach, and we're all like sad puppy faces. And then we go in the special teams room. It's like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> and it's a party. And I even asked uh, Ozzy this when we was at the Hall of Fame. Did, was that wrong for me to have the aspiration? Mm -hmm. So if you lost, mm -hmm. but you on you offense killed them, it was a shootout, and defense sucked, or vice versa. Was y'all celebrating, celebratory in your room to a degree? Even though y'all met every goal, turned the y'all made the team six picks and mm -hmm. the offense still couldn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Six touchdowns, but the defense couldn't stop them. So that's how I was on special teams. We would kill them. I would run it back to the twenty. Phil would kick a field goal from the twenty-five. We would lose yards. Yeah. I would I would score yeah. two touchdowns. We would had a league and we would lose. Yeah. And it's so it's it's like we still and Bubba knows this and that's my guy. He just got uh, the head coaching job. For the special teams guy, so I will be there so much rooting for him. And if he's anything as a player, as he, as he is, if he's anything as a coach, like, like he was as a player, they're in good hands. Mm -hmm. But 
that was the and I want to ask you guys that was that is was that was that wrong for us to celebrate our success as a unit even though our team didn't win? Well, yeah. uh, well, that's a good question. I want to answer that, but first I'm thinking about that awesome answer, the awesome passion. Mm. God, Maria and the Josh and Maria show. Okay, um, I can see. I can see where the coaches. Uh, I see Coach Cribs <laughs> and where his passion is going to have to be at some point in his career and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. But you know, to your question about us as players, whether if the offense scored a lot and the defense didn't. And I'm going to say this is a joke, but fortunately, if I sucked and the defense did good, that I didn't have too many of those situations in my career in that. But from a leadership perspective as the quarterback, okay? Most important thing was winning. Was winning. So if we scored, now I'd be lying if I said if we lost. We, we played the Chicago Bears after they won the 85 Bears championship, the first game of the year, and we lost like 41-38. Mm. So just kind of what you mm. said. And I'm the Bears, and I had come off my rookie year, and I didn't do as good, and now all of a sudden I'm throwing for 300-some yards, three, four touchdowns against this tough Bears defense, but we lost. Didn't mean as much. <clears throat> but um, part of me, so part of me um, – took a little consolation in that. And I've never to this day admitted that. Mm -hmm. But part of me said, God, if you're going to lose, I'm glad that I scored 38 points and didn't throw five picks like people thought I was going to do. But as the leader and deep down, I wasn't fabricating this because when you're the quarterback, you you are the leader. They are looking to you. And I actually believe this in the head coach and the quarterback. And we've talked about this on the show, that even if it's a little fabricated, even if it's a little effing false enthusiasm. Right, right, false but, enthusiasm. But it wasn't with me, but you had to act like you were going to die. Absolutely. Because Boom. if the young guy saw He's like right. the, the cue, being happy that, you know, I threw for 325. This and is the wrong th- message. Three touchdowns and no picks, you know, but we lost by three. Um, it doesn't It doesn't have doesn't that message well, with it. Right. Yeah. Well, but look, deep down inside, I'm thinking to myself. Like, Man, I did that. And I'm thinking of like the Bernie old Bill. Out, well, but I'm thinking of the Bill Belichick, Eric Mangini line. They said, you don't want to be it. Right. When we lost 41-38, at least I wasn't completely it. Right. You know? Yeah. So maybe it wasn't you're happy, but you're at least not suicidal. <laughs> Hanford, what's your take on that? I was going to say, the whole thing was us. Was uh, I, I, I'll put it into perspective. We were playing... Um, in Miami, we were playing. Um, uh, it was a playoff game. And, yeah, and, the, the rookie and, year. And uh, we yeah. had uh, twenty-one to three at halftime. Uh, we had Duper and Clayton. Mm. Who, uh, and you man, ate him. And Dan, and, the great Dan Marino, when he was I really think, hot. And he I was think, killing, huh? And I think between Duper and Clayton, they had one catch total mm. uh, the whole game. But you know what? We lost. Mm. And that's what really. That was a pain and, and a thorn in our side that we lost the ball game. Not that we held uh, Duke and Clayton to just right. one catch. It was just we lost that. God, ball I got game. goosebumps. I have to and give a was, shout out. Yeah. To, I have to give yeah. a shout out yeah. to that great yeah. secondary. This name may not even ring a bell yeah. to you, but as a historian and a yeah. lover of the yeah. Cleveland Browns, man, top dog, yeah. mighty mini, yeah, amazing was, what you did uh, for our team. The great Donnie Rogers oh, yeah. was also part of that secondary in that see, day. It, it Donnie Rogers. But was. see, I see the way you talk to the guys mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
I see the camaraderie of the yeah, older guys. Yeah, yeah. I know for sure you was on the <laughs> sideline like, come on, baby, yeah. we gonna hold them. Yeah. If y'all score, hey, we got we gonna take care of them. Hey, yes. Oh God. Offense yeah. and defense, <laughs> we would look at each other. Yeah. Like if one of them wasn't doing what they supposed to do, right. and sometimes they would look at us, you know, y'all need to get y'all shit right. together. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, right, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, we were we were doing this with with Oz uh, right. last week, okay? Uh-huh. Like the three of us when we were together, like, is this a for society yeah. too where everybody gets sensitive yeah. everybody gets mad at everybody man i love you more than anybody that's in the right. world but that's we right. went at it sometimes yes, we, did. we went be- at it that's because you love them right. y'all go, love y'all get it, i love it. each other yes. and we care it meant and something that's what i miss about the game yeah. that right there i have a question for you and i can't we can't get away from here without this now when did you what was your last year my last 15. year uh, was 2015, okay. so that was a deflate gate. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go back to. Uh, um, and I'm sorry. Uh, uh, ironic the role that the Cleveland Browns played in deflate gate between you being in that game and I DeQuell, gave the ball to DeQuell. DeQuell pick it I was up. like, I didn't think it was a problem. Mm-hmm. I gave the ball to Quell and like, look, they got him. It's a little, it's less air in it. So guys, watch out for that. So it's going to be easier for y'all to deflect it for the defense. So he was like, man, it's, I don't want to curse on air. Yeah. Because the buoyancy of the ball is different when it's cold outside. As a returner, oh, I have to know, know this. You know, in the quarterback, we know exactly. Yeah. Yes, in the court, and I thought sl- it was good for you guys. As oh, we like. Right. Yes, because you can grip it good. Heck yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Well, kind of uh, talk us through this one um, and and your thoughts and and your feelings on this whole thing. I'm gonna take you. You know, you talk about those Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, 2010, mm. J- James Harrison. Mm. Uh, that particular play because we all have a play like that yes. uh, where even me, you know, uh, hitting someone or someone hitting me like a mm-hmm. cam or something. I got a couple of thoughts, but take take us through that one. On, on. Oh, man. So uh, I hate that's a part of the game. Right. Right. And um, I, I my only thing about James Harrison, because I played with him at Kent State. Mm hmm. Um, he did the same thing. Oh, really? He, he, think, oh, yeah. he did the same thing yeah. to me at oh, Kent State. I, I was a quarterback, like Bernie said. I Freshman year, I had the red jersey, which means stop. Right. Uh-huh. Don't hit me. Well, you don't hit your quarterback anyway. He hit the quarterback. I got up thinking that this red jersey was supposed to protect me to Dean Pease, who's the defensive oh, coordinator. Oh, a superstar. He was the head coach. And I'm like, coach. And I'm look, I'm going like that to my jersey. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, man, take that up with the defense coordinator. I went to the defense coordinator. I'm like, he was like, hey, man, go to James for that. Nobody could say, wouldn't say nothing to him. And I knew right then and there, like, I just got to watch him. You got to watch, watch him. I got to watch my pack. So we get to the NFL. We get to the league. He does it again. Yeah, the same thing. And yeah. his mom was like, why you do that to your teammate? <laughs> so we're in the hallway, and I, I expect that from him. That's who he was. Mm-hmm. He body slammed Ben Roethlisberger in college. And then he ended up playing with him. I'm like, hey, hey, man, he's supposed to come play for the Browns. He's from Akron. But this was the type of linebacker, the type of loner that you expected from your linebacker. So, you know, I didn't care about the hit. He's supposed to. But it that hit hurt more than I was. So I, it wasn't that I was concussed and, and mm-hmm. just – it just hurt. I was on the ground like, ah, it hurt. This it hurts. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Let me get up. More than anything. And then I was upset that the rules were starting to change because I didn't come in the game with under concussion protocol, the newer concussion protocol rules. 
that switch during my tenure. Was that you? Were you so you were old enough to you, at the finger test? Yes, you were yes. still the finger yeah. test. I, I, One, I used to be two, in the Wildcat. Oh. I used to be in the Wildcat seeing Triple Vision, and I'm oh, like, if oh, I could yeah. just. They was like, man, call the cadence. I was like, man, I just need to at least see two people, and I know <laughs> yeah. I can run in, in between. Yeah, that shotgun where two balls are coming man. back. Yeah, I've so been there. I was in the league when the concussion protocol was different, and I was mad because at that time when I got hit, that's when they started to change. I'm like, man, I ain't gonna be able to play. So they was like, oh, that's the first sign of a uh, concussion. You're getting angry. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's football. I'm, I'm angry because I can't play no more. So. And remember that game, 2010, it was Muhammad Massacre. You had hit him as well. That's right. So we That's were right. both in the locker room, in the shower, under under concussion protocol. And he was really concussed, Muhammad. He didn't know why he was there. <laughs> so I'm in the shower, and I'm, my, my, uh, what I'm showing is anger. We're just partially concussed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm showing anger I know symptoms. those. I know those stories. That doesn't age well, right. that story. I'm <laughs> showing anger <laughs> symptoms, and yeah. he's showing confusion. Right. He's like, so wait, why are we in here? And I'm like, man, we out the game, man. We both got hit out the game. Why do you think we the only ones in the shower? And for everybody, we're not taking a shower together. Uh, there are thousands of showers, but he's wait, like, no, no, no. He's like, wait, why are we in here? I'm like, man, the game is going on right now. We out the game. So I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I, and after the game, I talked to uh, Ms., uh, James' mom, and he's like, man, I ain't hit you that bad, man. I'm like, you didn't, man, but you put me hit me hard enough to get me out of the game. Yeah. And that's what he meant to do. And he, he would say this in interviews. My job was to hit the one of the best people on the team to get them out. So now we have a better chance of winning. That's what all linebackers were they want you out. to do. Yeah. They don't want to hurt you. They, they just want. You, they just want you, want you out game. for the. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't have a problem with him, me, dog. Either. You know that's the way. That's the so way it people works. People were like, "Why you ain't but, mad?" I'm see, like, so that's, but that's I, he, he'll be the first one to tell you he don't want to hurt you. Right. He he, he wants you so to be. He wants you to be able to play the next game and be ready to go. Hey, but that's that's why we love you. Why the fans here love you. Why you are a old school awesome Hall of Famer and stuff. With yeah. that, because that ability to shrug it off and really realize yeah. that it's it's really hey, part of the game. Hey, I would say stuff. this, Josh. But you know, Bernie, like, and and people have heard my story. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but the same thing happened to me. You know, Earl Campbell came through that, and I, you know, I went and hit Earl. As soon as I hit him, I knew I was hurt. Dog, I was, trying, ass, I was huh? trying to make it to the bench, but I went to their bench to sit down. You know what I'm saying? That you know happened. Saying? That right. almost happened to me. Right. That's what I I'm saying. I got up going in different directions. Right. I was like, hey, man, you over there. I had to pretend like I was talking trash. Right. I was like, yeah, man, y'all don't want nothing to me. Then I turned around with Harry and ran yeah, across. Right. Right. Oh, my door. But that was the norm. Oh, the gosh. way you felt was that's, normal. That's right. In today's NFL, you're done for a few weeks. But, dog, I'm so old school. I was back in the game. I had to go back. I said, and I wanted to go back. No, we wanted to I go. Wanted to I go mean, back. we would bluff through. Right. I mean, and for younger, the younger right. listeners out there, it's right. not, I mean, I'm, we're proud we survived it. There's a lot of costs that come along with That's that. That's the title. You we know, survived it. We survived it, and there's some costs that come with that. But yeah, we were we would bluff. We'd try to get back in because we were ingrained that we didn't want to be the reason we lost. Yeah, that that we was, were the guy yes. that couldn't show up. Uh, couldn't yes. show up yeah. to help my brothers, my yeah. teammates up. Yeah. I mean, you guys still to this day were our best. We're our best friends. Well, before we let you go, tell us about this. Uh, our team. Tell us where you see it. How you think? You know where you think it's going, and uh, your your assessment of this whole thing. I overheard you guys talking earlier, and it was really just you know, does Stefanski have an excuse? 
And um, I think the fan base feels that way. And um, we all love Stefanski as a person. Great guy, right? He's a good guy. I love <laughs> too, him. Too, like, too nice. I want to hang out with him. Yeah. And we say that. We say that because um, unless you have that that uh, caliber team that's already won, then then Stefanski is the perfect temperament. But, you know, um, I, I you know I went there, and I, it's just different for me. I went there. They were wearing thong flip-flops and, you know, just too relaxed in this atmosphere in the AFC North with the level of talent that we have. Um, and I, emotional I, physicalness. And a, yes. Physical, emotional physicalness. All of it. So I, I aspire that, you know, I, I want – Kostovansky to have the greatest success because I want stability here with the Cleveland Browns. I want him to do well back to where he got to the, the playoffs and won coach of the year. That's that's the, the level that I want him to coach at because that means that we're doing good as a fan base because we're happy yeah. if you make it to the playoffs. That is my bar for them. Not to the AFC Championship, not to the Super Bowl. Yes, those are my wants, but my bar for this team with the talent that they have that Andrew Barry had put on his field and paid for is the playoffs no, no, and nothing less. Yeah. Not almost, but it's a playoff. And then once you get there, it's, it's every man for themselves. Right. It's how well you're a coach, how well you can handle it. But if he gets to the playoffs, I'm, I'm okay in my butt. You can lose the first round. Hey, we got to the playoffs because it's not the same old Browns. It's a different team. And then we can, we can cry about the semantics, oh, how far we made it. But if you make the Browns a contender consistently, now you're putting us in a different echelon of the NFL. Now we're not the same team. It's not yeah. mistake by the lake and looking at yeah. it's hey, we we might go to the we might go to the Super Bowl next yeah. year. We're not trying to just go yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah. So until we become consistently in the playoffs, kind of like the Bengals were. You know how they would always make it to the playoffs but never win? Yeah. Now they made it to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, that's yeah. where we should be. Yeah, man. you know, it's interesting. He's just saying, I'm, I'm thinking of the great Marty Schottenheimer. Mm. And his goal, we always said our goal is the Super Bowl. But internally, really what yeah. our goal was to win our division. Yeah. Because you want to get One to the dance. Yeah. Win the division yes. means you're in the dance. All yes. we wanted was so, a ticket to the dance because we know if we got a ticket to the dance, anything be, can happen from there. Anything. Yeah. And then you'll but be you have dangerous. to get there. You got to get there. It's almost like you can't count your eggs before they hatch. And that's what I want for this team. That's the bar I've set because they have the talent. Coach is a talent by himself. He gets a lot of heat, as did any other coach here in Cleveland. So it's not like we're giving him a bad rep. Yeah. Or a bad, yeah. Every yeah. coach that's setting yeah. his, and he's ready for it. Yes, he's a little bit more temperate than we want him to be. Then I want him. I want him to be yelling sometimes and to cuss sometimes. I want to hear him. Cuss. And that's what I was gonna say. If you guys ever heard him get mad or, or cuss and somebody out, maybe that's out not or... a bad thing. But I just don't like it. But maybe yeah. it's not a bad thing. Yeah. That he's even killed. Okay. I just want the winning. I'm. I'm a root for him. Instafanski, we trust. While he's our head coach, hopefully he gets the job done. I'm gonna prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That's how I have to work yeah, out. Because I think we all want to see him do well. We, we all want absolutely. We, definitely. We yeah, we want to see him win. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. And there's a balance too between mm -hmm. that emotion mm -hmm. and making mm -hmm. making sure it's genuine. So well, guys, if it, they got two to three years. So if it's not genuine, then finding people well, around. And you guys know this. Hey, he has two to three years. Hey, because yeah. of the talent that he has, Nick Chubb. These guys, they're not gonna be in their prime forever. 
So he has to win now. Big dog. The next couple years. Oh, and two, Big dog. And two. Now, you know some of these coaches, they only get one Yeah, you, I know that. <laughs> they, get, he, they get two or three they years. Get two or three one years. One year. What you got, Gab? Yep. Well, as you wait, well, as you say Nick Chubb and then getting to the dance and stuff, the team, if the team does get to the dance yeah. the way it is uh, constructed right now, with the Nick Chubbs, the strong, really yes, running yeah. game, with yes. Deshaun Watson going to be in form with yes. it, and with a, a Miles Garrett, bluntly, if you find a complimentary defensive tackle, teams don't want to play a physical type yes. running team right. in and January. Then our right, right, our right. defensive pass secondary, Denzel <laughs> Ward, man, I got my dancing shoes picked out. So I can't yeah. wait till they get to the dance. Yeah. I'm ready to dance. We already talking about the cruise. The, the, I want to go to the, the dance, man. Come on. I want to be on the field with the jackets. <laughs> before we let you go, before we let you go, Josh, I want to go back to your playing days a little bit because you got so hyped about it. And how did you always play so well against the Steelers? We have three of your 11 career return touchdowns came against them. So why do you think you had so much success? And I think this is a big reason, too. Obviously, Cleveland loves you and the heart that you brought. You even you know, kept your family here. But I think when we really had that hot rivalry going, you were performing so well. Well, our fan base. These guys know it. They just electrified me so much by their energy. Uh, our fans would give us their energy. Whether I was pumping gas, they would spot me. And I was hey, man, good luck this week. Give them hell. Kill them. Blah, blah, blah. Kill Steelers, that team next door. We hate them because there's so many Pittsburgh fans by, by us now. And it just it was straight the fans, what the fans want. They would give me so much of their energy. And how they treated us when we won was such – Gap, look, we lose, we we lose every game. We were four in twelve. We beat the Steelers. We were floor tickets at the Cavs. They put us on a jumbotron. Yeah. I mean, we we millionaires. Yeah, they they yeah. paid people paying for blue collar yeah. workers, paying for our dinners, yeah. sending us drinks. I'm uh -huh. like, oh my God, what? Oh, I, I don't have to pump gas. I don't have to pay for my dinner. And this is this what happens to this city? Greatest the city, fans anywhere. The 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 economy changes in Cleveland. Yeah. People, the bars are full. Yeah. When this Browns teams win, not just the Cavs, not just not just the Guardians. When the football team has success, yeah. man, we get more. We get. We it's a direct effect on the the, the people here. Everybody's in, the city. in a good direct mood. correlation. I I use the phrase correlation. When we win, um, our moods on Monday are directly correlated yes. to what happens on Sunday between one and yes. four. And those two Sundays every year man. between one and four, that it is Steelers Sunday. It, Amplifies up the emotion of our fans. I couldn't even watch football. And you're I, without since, it. And you know what? And since you and me, and I hate saying yeah. back when you and me played, yeah, yeah. but it's very rare that we've been with somebody younger than us yeah. that has that same <laughs> genuine emotion. No, seriously, genuine emotion for the Steelers and for that, and for players who you were a great player genuinely or gen generally. Yeah. But in those big games, yep. like Steeler games, you amped up your play. And that's, yes. I like to think me and you did that you too. You know what, Josh? Josh is getting up there. Where you be 39 or 40 coming man, up in June? We gonna, I'm going to stay in my 20s as long as I can. <laughs> Just say I'm 22, 3 for the 15th time. Hey, you wait. You I'm, wait. Hey, You're going to be happy. you got to be happy to be where you are. Look, I'm a, I got some grades, but uh, I'm going to be 40 yeah. this year. He yells at me when yeah, I, I know. Say, I know. Third quarter, fourth quarter of my life. He's a chirp. You're not even at halftime yet. I hopefully, you know, it's different for us athletes. For us taking so many hits, 
our lifespan is yeah. different. They try to keep us to keep our 401ks into yeah. 60, yeah. 70. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm going to enjoy this ride <laughs> that I'm in right now as long as possible right here in Cleveland. All right, Gab. Well, Josh, we really enjoyed having we you. Did. So beloved. <laughs> and, and it's great to have you in thank studio. Thank yes. You. Thank you. You matter. Thank you. Thank you. you matter. Go awesome. Cleveland. Awesome.